Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, before we delve into things, I just want to tell you about our Liverpool streaming service. It is Redmen Plus. Get involved over there for extra Redmen shows in video form, in podcast form. You've got documentaries, features, interviews, and a hell of a lot more besides. If you join as a club legend, you get the Discord chat, you'll get free merchandise and a host of extra bonus perks. It's like Netflix for Liverpool fans. Get over there, get involved. Otherwise, let's face it, you're going to miss out on amazing Liverpool stuff in your life hey everyone welcome to the build-up show um where i'm mustering all of the enthusiasm i have buried deep inside i'm i'm clawing in my reserves here right now um liverpool playing rangers in the champions league um i'd like to uh, welcome our guests for today we've got dan club on the far side we've got steve plunkett with us as well and a big welcome to all of you who are watching us live on youtube or on twitter right now the full show is streaming from here on out on youtube so if you're on twitter head over and check out the rest of us uh, we are also on the road to 500,000 subscribers here on youtube so please do if you haven't already click that subscribe button it's it's so close we can taste it um yeah we are right up there. I think even that graphic's a little bit out of date now, which doesn't really matter. You got the idea. It's 500,000 and we're nearly there. We're about a thousand, I think, or so away. So if you're watching this, if you enjoy our content and you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel for free, um, then you can do. Um, it's dead simple. And even if you know you listen to this in podcast form and you think, well, I, I've not watched a single second of your stuff on YouTube, but you like the podcast stuff, do it for me. Just go over to YouTube right now, youtube.com. Just you can type the Redmen TV or Redmen or whatever you want into your search bar and just click that subscribe button. Get us over there because I don't really care. Because look, let's be honest, half a million people don't watch us every single week. It's a bit of a bullshit number, but it's a bullshit number that means we can have a big celebration, um, which is fine. You, there's got to be something to celebrate right now. Uh, so yeah, anyway, click that subscribe button. Uh, and yeah, if you do as well, we're giving away a signed Ibu Kanate shirt as well. So yeah, that should be very very good indeed. Right. Stay hi. hi. Um, Europe. Mm. Good, old Europe. Good old Europe. Well better than this English league nonsense uh, that everyone seems to get so wound up about. Um, yeah, nice. Let's just, I mean, Klopp's been very keen post-match, like in the immediate aftermath about the Arsenal game. Look, it's done. It's done. Yeah, whatever. We'll analyse it. There's things to be taken from this, but we can't get those points back now. We can only look ahead. Mm. And that's kind of where we're at. I've been, I've been quietly reminding myself Today and over the weekend or last Sunday night, that you cannot you, just because you're not going to win the Premier League doesn't mean you can't still have a reasonably good season. Liverpool need to get, make, get continue 
to be up and running in the Champions League and make sure this is three points that they get banked. Yeah, and, and to win the league these days, you've got to be pretty much perfect, and that's damn difficult to do, as we're finding out at the moment. So, yeah, Europe comes as a, as a welcome distraction. I, I, I've been on record. I, I love the European competitions. It's what I grew up on, so it um, means everything to me, and it's a welcome departure from difficult, pressurised times in the Premier League at the moment where we can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. So so we, we head up the road to Scotland uh, to carry on that campaign, and, you know, Hopefully we get the right results because we take a confidence booster from anywhere right now, wouldn't we? Yeah, ex- exactly. And look, it, it, it does feel a bit like we could have done with not having to play Arsenal and City either side of the Rangers games, Dan, because mm-hmm. you know we'll talk about Rangers in a bit, but Liverpool are trying to reignite something in the team and there's a chance that both of those games are, are just kicking Liverpool in the teeth, they're kicking them into the, into the mud. Rangers represents, not just because it's Rangers and where they're at, and obviously we saw them last week and we kind of got a, a, good, a good look at what sort of level they're at, but moreover, it's the Europe thing. It is a different competition, it can be a bit of a break from it, the, the, the style of football's different, the pace of the football's different, the atmosphere's going to be huge mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but the, the, the focus is, is the one at hand. The league can get can literally can get bollocks for a few days. We're in danger of fucking that catastrophically. Yeah. This is the this is all there is in Liverpool's future right now. Get this. You take two. You've taken your six points from Rangers, and then you can you can build on. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's one thing we haven't been able to do often under Klopp in terms of treat the competitions differently. We've almost had to treat the entire season as one sweeping thing because we're so competitive, or we have been so competitive on all four fronts that we just got to go and go and go. This year already, it looks like we might have to sort of compartmentalise how we approach things. And I mean, Klopp's already starting to do that. And you rightly said earlier on, you've been kind of doing that yourself, as if to say, got to look at the different competitions now. And this is an opportunity. I'm almost tired of saying the same old, it's a welcome break, it's a distraction, but it is at the same time. And, you know, the confidence boost thing, I do agree with Steve. We do need a confidence boost, but it doesn't seem like they're really having much effect. They were getting a confidence boost by a European win and then, Back to the same old, same well, old in the it, league. Because so. it transpires the confidence isn't enough to beat really good football well, teams. Well, 100%. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, listen, I'm always positive and we've got to treat it differently. And we've got to... This is this is a team and a manager that's good enough to win Champions League matches and may go a long way in this competition. And worse teams than this have won the Champions League for Liverpool before now. Exactly. And, and, that, and that's, that's the kind of point on this. But that's what we're, we're playing for is that we might have to separate out all four competitions this season and treat them all on their own individual merits. Last season was a bit of a blanket thing. Well, I, I say that. You know, we obviously had a different cup team. Our domestic cup team was very much the other lads. You know, it, was, mm. it was Tacky Minamino's Tricky Reds was our, was our cup team. But I think there's, a, there's maybe a case here where in years gone by, we'll have we'll have got a measure of Rangers and we'd be thinking, well, this is a game where you're putting, you know, a few more of the younger lads in, you're rotating a little bit more because you know it's guaranteed. But I do wonder where we're trying to we're trying to kickstart a, a formation, we're trying to get Evan up to speed doing something different. There's a reason why we we stayed with two up top against Arsenal, even bringing in our three normal central midfielders and still stuck roughly with the shape of it with Hendo deeper on the right. I'm not getting into that, by the way. Fucking horrendous. Um, <laughs> but the um, yeah, like Jordan Henderson, right midfield. It's not 2012. Like you know, what I, mean? I thought we were past that, but here we are. Um, which is no slight on Jordan, by the way. I mean, again, he's put in a shit. He put in a shift on the afternoon, but we've got we can't really afford right now to to take any game lightly to treat it. You know, to treat it with anything less than perfect respect, because and particularly 
because it's Rangers. It's going to Ibrox. You saw what it meant to them. They travelled on mass last week. They're on the home turf. They're going to make that an absolute bear pit of a ground. We've got to treat this like like it's like it's another Napoli game. I suppose for us, we have to turn this around because we, we've always talked about our intensity and our playing three games a week suits us because we're always playing football and we were really good at that. With that intensity dropping off to where it has and was not playing well, we've got to find a way to reinvent it. So I'm okay at the moment. We're playing sort of Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Tuesday, or Saturday, Tuesday, whatever that might be. So we go to Rangers. We we get we get back at it. You know, then they're not a European uh, giant. They're not a superpower in European mm-hmm. football. But as you said, we saw what it meant to them when they came to Anfield. We'll go there. It'll be a cauldron. They'll be up for it. It'll be loud. It'll be energetic. If you're a footballer and you're not motivated by what's going on in the stands, you would have to question yourself particularly there because we've seen it before when Gerard did the Invincibles and the Centenary thing up there. It was nuts. And it will be nuts this week. We need to look beyond that and do the things that we do well, which has been a bit of a task for us at the moment. But I'm not against the intensity of the games coming fast because at some point... We will improve. We didn't come become a bad side overnight. It well, will improve. It, well, we said we said that we've been laughing about this week, haven't we? Thought about like we were shit when it was one game game a week. At least for two games a week, you haven't got long to wait between us, like having an opportunity to win and, and sort your mood out. Mm-hmm. The thing that Liverpool need to be careful of, and when we were talking about this, it immediately sprang <coughs> to mind was um, Red Star Belgrade away. Like that is one of the most hostile atmospheres I've ever been at in a football ground. It was horrible. It was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I suspect Ibrox will be. In, uh, you, we might have access to bottles of water and toilets, which will, which will help a bit measurably. Um, but it will be. It will be gritty and that's the thing about that game we played we like you know we played I think Sturridge started that game we didn't play our first 11 away in Red Star mm-hmm. and we paid the price for it and that's the thing about this which is unfortunate I don't know in a normal season I'd be going shit I'd be wanting to play a rotated side because it's City so you'd be, you'd be rapping in, in years gone by you'd be rapping your main men in as much cotton wool as possible like Fabinho wouldn't be playing this game no. you'd be playing your second or third choice number six in this whereas right now we haven't got the players no. we haven't got the options and everyone need, either needs Everyone either needs a rest, but they're never going to get enough rest to, to reboot them because the season's up and running, mm. or they need to play themselves back into some semblance of form. Yeah, I think the latter is more the point, personally. I think individually these players aren't at it from man to man, but for a few weeks now we've been saying, yeah, but he's doing okay, and yeah, but I think that's kind of gone now. I think we just need to look at it as a collective and say, listen, they're all not at it. Thiago yesterday wasn't at it. He apologised for his own performance, and he's one who kind of has got away with it in inverted commas up until that point. But yeah, I think we're in a position now whereby... We just need to win games of football, um, and by doing that, I don't think Jurgen Klopp's got the luxury of resting and rotating players. Listen, if we get ahead in the game and you've got 20 minutes at the end to take off a couple of key players, then maybe, but going into it in terms of starting 11s, that's, that's not possible at the minute. The, this is, the problem with this game, specifically given where Liverpool are at with fitness and injuries, and we'll, we'll do an injury update in, in part two, but I said this ahead of the first game, but it was, it, it'll be much more exacerbated this time around is Rangers are in last chance saloon here. Yeah. You know, we're in the back we're in the back the back nine now of the uh, of the group stage. They're facing down a well where it's gonna be very difficult for them to be anything other than out of out yeah. of Europe at this point. They them being at home, there's a chance where they treat this like a Celtic game. And what I mean by that is is it's blood and it's thunder and it's kicking people and there's getting kudos for kicking people and there's leaving one here in and there. And if Liverpool get to a stage where they're seeing the game out, you find that, you know, a couple of lads who are just trying to make themselves heroes by planting someone. Very merciside derby, you know, we've seen this time and time again where fellas 
can win over their own fan base in defeat <laughs> by being the guy who left. Man United fans still talk about the Hannibal kid the other season who come yes, on and just yeah, started yeah. crunching people like that was some sort of like badge of honour or yeah. whatever. And that's what we need to be careful of here is. This is this is why it's on a knife edge. Is you know we're we're hanging by a thread constantly. You know Liverpool need don't need any more players going down injured. We need to get this game tidied up. We need to get it sewn up as quick as possible. I totally agree. And if results go Rangers' way in the other leg in the in the group, any points they pick up against us is something building towards something else. And yeah. by that Europa Europa mm. League entry. Yeah. So if Napoli do as expected turn Ajax over and Rangers can get something. They're looking at the next, the last two fixtures, thinking maybe, and that's dangerous for us. And you're right, there will be, there will be, you know, that that element to it. If we get in front and things don't go their way in the other in the other game or haven't gone their way in the other game, then you might finally leave a footing or two just for just for the fan worship hero thing, like you said. So, and they will be fired up. and They will be aggressive teams that lack a little bit of quality always come with a little bit of extra venom and a little bit of extra effort. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that'll be any difference against Rangers. No. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think there was elements of that last week, early even then, wasn't it? Because they were just a little bit off it in terms of the quality. I think that was clear for all to see, and we were sort of beating them to most balls, and they were just leaving. John Lundstrom did quite a little nasty on a Joe Gojotter and stuff like that, and there's definitely a risk that that could well play out, especially with the home crowd behind them because they're going to be baying for blood, like you quite rightly say. And that times the fact that they could well not have things their own way, which they don't get very often because obviously they dominate a lot of games in Scotland, and they might not like it. So there's definitely a risk of that happening. And we've seen it when we went to um, Denmark as well when Jota got injured in that game and that was a different game for us we should have rested more players maybe yeah. but that's what happened in that they just left a few naughty tackles in and it's something we've got to be wary of it's a test for Liverpool's psychology here because I think there's been a few too many players in this side this season who whether it's one eye on the World Cup or whether it's an eye on well I'm so important to this team I can't afford to be getting an injury at this mm-hmm. point you know I've seen Liverpool teams have that in the past there was often a criticism levelled not you know like not shouting it from the terraces but in the pubs around Liverpool so about Steven Gerrard at the time where he was so essential to Liverpool that it was he always given 110% in all those all the random games that he played in and the honest answer was maybe not maybe he felt he was but it, there's clearly situations where you go <laughs> Do I really want to be? Do I want to risk a leg break in this one? Because if I'm out now, Liverpool are fucked. And that if I was the range, if I if I'm Giovanni van Bronckhorst, I'm going, go and test out of Liverpool. Mm. Go and get, go and be physical. Go and be in the faces in the first fifty minutes and see how much we want it. And that's on the the players who are on the pitch for Liverpool to kind of go. Well, that's the game. That's the that's the job. You run the risk every single week. You, you take to a football pitch that someone could could nobble. Yeah. I just hope it's not something that gets away with us because we'll, we'll, we'll open the door and let them in if that's the case. Um, <coughs> Rangers, Steady Beat, St. Mirren 4 0 at the weekend. Um, Trollach scored two, that's 10 and 9 in the league for him. Um, he was a bit of a surprise absence last week, starts on the, mm. the bench. Obviously, the idea was Morelos was meant to run around the place and get in Van Dyke's face, and ultimately, he, he played with 10 men because he got nowhere near the, the ball. I'd be surprised if he doesn't get a look in this time around. Yeah, yeah, because they put him in the team. It lifts the fans. They don't need the fans to be lifted for this fixture, but it will. And it's well documented that the problems we've got at the moment are defensive problems. So why would you not put your informed striker straight in your side and say, we're going to go long, we're going to go direct, we're going to go aggressive and we want you on the end of everything we do? Because that's what I would be doing against Liverpool now. Yeah. I'd be setting loads of challenges for our defence by just being in their face all the time. And we'll probably have to ride a bit of a storm in the first 10, 15 minutes because they will come. They will come at us. And this guy's in form and he'd probably be a bit miffed himself missing out against Liverpool at Anfield yeah, um, and it might be this guy's biggest game in his career to date 
Yeah. And we saw it when Darwin Nunes came to Anfield. Sometimes players turn up and are given opportunities like this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would expect him to start. He's in this world where every time he wins a header, <sighs> every time he, he gets in a shoulder, box, every time he get he loses a shot or a header towards goal, it's a it's a it's a win. The pressure is almost off him. All that crowd is going to be behind him, doing being the tip of the spear, trying to cause Liverpool problems. I mean, I said they're ten and nine in the league already, but thirteen and sixteen total <coughs> appearances so far this season. Hasn't scored in the Champions League proper yet, uh, but he did get three and four in, in qualification. So you know he's definitely got he's definitely got that in him. Um, and right, all the talk was. Look, he's, he's far less mobile, but I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think there's at, the, at this point in time we saw Mitrovic have a good game against Liverpool, mm. and he's hardly like he's hardly Speedy Gonzalez, is he? So um, there's, there's not a type of player that literally Liverpool have boxed at this point. So they could certainly do far worse than, than unleash him and see if he can cause us problems. Um, right, cool. We're going to talk about Liverpool more. Um, who's injured? Who's likely to be out? Uh, and the big decisions facing Jurgen Klopp uh, after the break. Uh, we have got a trivia question beforehand. That is, name the Liverpool eleven. The last time we played Rangers at Ibrox. Hello everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. While I've got you here for a minute, let me tell you about Redmen Plus, our amazing subscription service dedicated to all things Liverpool. Over on Redmen Plus, you will get access to the best premium content, including more podcasts that you'll enjoy. You'll get access to exclusive merch discounts and you'll even get access to our very own Discord server and Facebook group. There's so much more to offer. To find out more, head over to www.redmenplus.com and get your subscription. Nice one, and let's get back to the show. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, we played a friendly... Against Rangers because we've never played them there competitively. Last week was the first ever competitive meeting yeah. between the two teams. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I didn't know this. We played them uh, on Tuesday, the eighteenth of October, in twenty eleven. I don't know why or how that came, how that comes about. Like why? Because some maybe someone who's at home can tell me more, can give me more context around this. 
Um, I've got a copy. I've got International a, Bake sort of time. A second. We've got the, there's a, there was a program for it and everything. Let me get a look at the, <laughs> got the program up here. Friendly special souvenir program, Tuesday the 18th of October, 2011. I mean, unless it was some kind of like mad testimonial or something. Was there normally an international break? I really don't, I really, I've got no idea why this game was played. There's nothing, all I know, you can't smoke, that's what the ticker tells me. Um, kicked off at half seven, wild. Anyway, the starting 11, do you want to go at naming some players? 2011, Liverpool. Hmm. <laughs> Given when it is, it's really difficult, because if it is an international break, which we don't know, we haven't established, then there's certain people not going to be there. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. There's some obvious big names not there, so as much as he's on the cover of the programme, Stephen Gerrard is isn't not there. in the 11. No, it's an international break. It's an international I'm break. I'm certain of it. Jamie you know, Carragher is not in the 11. You know what, I'm flummoxed, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't even know we'd played them at Ibrox ever. So to drop that on my toes here and now and then add the October context to it, I'm done, mate. I can't, I'm struggling to get my head around who, who would... Because you would just take your, your reserves, basically, wouldn't you, at mm. that stage of the game? Pepe Reina was an unused sub. OK. Goalkeeper then. We mentioned him on the debate show this week. Is it Donny? It is Alexander Donny. Wow. Played in goal. Shout that, kid. Back. This looks like a back five... It looks like three at the back. Oh no, wait, we've got two. He's left back, he's right back. Centre half. Oh no, there, no, it's a back. Oh no. There's, there's three centre halves on in there. I don't know what they've done here. So left footed centre half. Daniel Aga. Skirt. Skirtle. Martin Skirtle is not in there. He's, he comes on as a substitute. Do we, do, are, they, are they genuine centre backs or have we gone with the midfielder and centre No, centre, centre halves. There's, uh, there's the, we, it came up in the trivia question last Paletta. week. Paletta. No. Nope. No. Wilson. Danny Wilson. Danny Wilson. I wondered whether this was like part of like is the deal to buy yeah, him or something. Whether possibly. we had this arranged. That, that is a deal. thing. Certainly a football manager, that's a thing. Arranger friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe we're in the realms. Yeah. Um God. And another South American a South American centre out. Oh, Quatas. Coates. Yeah. Um a South American left back. Aurelio. Aurelio. Yeah. Right uh, back now. A an English right back. Martin Kelly. Nope. Johnson. Glenn Johnson. Okay. A midfield, an English midfield currently on the books at Liverpool Football Club. Jay Spearing. Jay Spearing. Um, let's see, I guess it's another South American DM. Lucas. Lucas Lever. Okay. And then I'm going to go with rough, a rough frontier. There's a chance they played on the wings or whatever here, but you've got another South American. You've got a <laughs> former well record, a former Liverpool record signing, Andy and a guy who played t- uh, two different spells for Liverpool up front. You got Andy Carroll sorted. Yeah, and South American, South American. Suarez there? No, he was Gonzalez. We liked him running down the wing. Oh, Maxi, 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 gorgeous. And the final and one. Who was the other one? International two footballer, spells. two spells at the club. Bellamy, Craig, Craig Bellamy. Bellamy yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Apparently, uh, Martin Hansen came on for Doney. Kite came on for Aurelio. Downing came on for Belling, for Bellamy. Adam came on for Lucas. Flano came on for Johnson, Skirtle for Aga, Enrique for Wilson, Henderson for Maxi, and Pepe Reina was an unused sub. Lucas was the captain 
Which he handed over to Dick. You know what? I've sat here and been on the end of a load of trivia questions. That's the most left field trivia question I've wild. done so far. Absolutely yeah, wild. If no you've got any of that, then you're brilliant, brilliant people. Um, Future Three, welcome aboard in the live chat. It's just joined as a first team member here on YouTube. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, lots of shouts there from uh, Simon Cooks, it's Glenn Johnson. Um, Daniel I guess said Yusuf so well done yeah a couple, couple of people getting a few of the names Bellamy there Stu Graves got that um, so well done Stu Graves on the Cape Bellamy shout right let's crack on then uh, let's, uh, I, I, I've, I've stalled long enough <laughs> let's talk about Liverpool's injury <laughs> issues um, Ox still out Kate is still out as it stands cross press conference Monday, Tuesday we'll know more but Jones is likely still out Robbo will still be out as well Um Diaz and Trent are big, big doubts. Klopp described the injuries in, in rather negative terms. There was talk of Diaz leaving in, 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 a, in a protective brace and crutches and all that kind of stuff. Um, Dan, uh, there's, there's no way other way to slice that, really. We'll never know how that game would have gone. It's kind of been a little bit underserved, that losing trends and losing Diaz, because everyone hates trends at the moment, mm. because, you know, it's, it's, it's an easy, it's low-hanging fruit. Um and because ultimately we brought Firmino on who, and sc- who scored, so we you know we, we were okay in, 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 in technically in that front, but losing those two players badly hampered what we were trying to do at the weekend. And as much as you should touch wood, you know, on paper, whatever, be able to get past Rangers without them, mm. there's it, just huge, the huge losses if, if both of them are out for any spell of time. Oh, 100%, yeah. As much as like we sort of divide the players in the way they're performing at the minute, like there are two of our most influential footballers. There's absolutely no two ways about it. Like Diaz only been with us for a short period of time, but yeah, what a short period of time he's been. He's been outstanding. And he was brilliant again on Sunday until he had to go off. He was you know, sort of carrying the fight in many ways in a lot of times. Um, Trends, yeah, his form isn't there, but again, you, he's so important to us. And you've, you've almost, we're, wait, we're waiting for him to click back into gear and you'd keep rolling him out until he did so. So to lose both is huge, regardless of the way they're playing right now, it's huge. Because we're not playing well as a collective. Like if we were good and Trent was poor, you might be able to have pull Trent out and go oh you know have a little rest that yeah. isn't the case like, we're not very good right now so it, in many ways if it is only something minor and it's a couple of games and he has a little bit of a rest it might do him the world of good like it might be exactly what he needs psychological rest psychological more than anything else yeah and we might get to see Gomez might do it and we might see Ramsey for the first time but there's no sugarcoating it like losing those two footballers is massive especially for a side like us right now that's struggling to find sort of any resemblance of form you lose two of your most important players it's a big big loss and that's the thing those things never get accounted for because that's the problem when you're in bad form people stop caring for the smaller details and the smaller margins and the fact is it feels like forever like there's a shifting amount of things that are to blame so you can Mm. look at I can look at any individual game and pull it out and go well again Arsenal a couple of a couple of concerning referee decisions and losing two of your major major players you can go away to the Emirates and, 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 and that happens to mm. you and you can lose those games yeah. in football and then you can go through more like Liverpool have a wealth of injuries and then go into Old Trafford and not being up to speed as a result and so on and so forth but injuries hampering us at the start we, get, we just started to get players back and now to start losing them again I mean the problem we've got right back State is Calvin Ramsey is fit <laughs> he's training He's had a, probably a week's worth of training, so you know if he was if he was an integrated member of Liverpool's squad, he would he should should be capable of being thrust into this game. It feels like it would be a bold call, mm. 
and not and, and whilst Gomez is there and whilst whilst Milner's there, I would be very surprised if we did put Calvin Ramsey in. But I I don't know. I just wonder. It's Rangers. You've got City at the weekend. You, we've not again. We've not got tons of options. I don't. I, I would. I would be prepared if depending on what who else you can put out on the pitch. Yeah. I don't think the worst idea in the world is to put put that kid in there because in terms of trial by fire, mm. you might you could put Gomez in. He could get an injury, or you could put Milner in. He gets absolutely destroyed, and then you're left with less choice for the, for the weekend. I'm not sure I want to see Ryan Kent versus James Milner anytime soon, to be honest with you. That that, that has to be a factor. Um, but you're quite right. We need Joe Gomez for the City game. With regards to Trent, if that injury is not a bad one, a couple of games with, with bruising and an impact injury won't do him or the team any harm because it's adding to the pressure every single game we play. There's a, there's a every single... Uh, program is prefixed by its trends and he can't defend and that stupid narrative that boring narrative that's running wild at the moment so it probably wouldn't do him any harm to, to miss a game or two um, in different circumstances would be better uh, I think we can't afford to risk Gomez ahead of City so I think I think if Calvin Ramsey is, is close to playing why not he comes from Scottish football he understands Scottish football yeah. he's been to Rangers before um, great opportunity to make your debut for your new club in the in the country you're from against Rangers then, in the Champions then League in the Champions League do we need to carry on why not there's a, there's a great case to say do it because at the end of the day if you look at Rangers and take, take them in terms of their ability we play better teams in the Premier League every single week so, yeah. so we we should be able to manage him through a fixture like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, that's why I think I think the circumstances are in ideal. You'd want to be able to ease him in. In fact, I asked the question that to the to the disc of the club legends and um, Josh Hall says personally, I think Gomez was good when he came on yesterday. Wouldn't be against him slotting in for the game. And Mark M says start with Gomez and sub in Ramsey at the sixty minutes. Hopefully, after a two goal lead, yeah, that would be great. Hmm. It, it's, I mean, that's the, the 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 two sides of this is, would you? <laughs> Let's say you let's say that's an option. Mm-hmm. So uh, that sounds pretty reasonable to me, given the last half hour. But I don't know. Is there something to if you're looking to shut up shop? Would you rather have Gomez into shut up shop? But then again, are you telling Joe Gomez that he's slipped down the pecking order to another kid? That's a it's a it's a tough one. I'm not, I'm just mm-hmm. I, I be I just want to see him. I just want I want to yeah. get a sense of how good he is as a footballer. And I'm not sure there's going to be many. Ideal opportunities. People mentioned Derby, but the Derby game still it's weeks away before yeah. we before we get to that. Dan, it's a it might be a bit of an outside shout, but at this point, a young lad who's full of energy and full of pace and full of run and full of desire, who has played at right back even in, even in his short career, is probably a better option than than Milner, for example. Yeah, I think so. I think he, although it's not ideal for many of the reasons we've already stated in terms of it's going to be a cauldron, Liverpool need to win the game. You don't really want to be blooding a lad for his debut in those circumstances. But on the flip side of that, he has played in Scotland before. He has played at Ibrox before. He's going to be fully aware of the circumstances that surround it. He's going to be chomping at the bit. Like He's probably gutted about the way his Liverpool career started in many ways. He comes, he signs, he must be over the moon. Lads from Aberdeen signing from one of the biggest football clubs in the world. Gets injured, doesn't really get a chance to showcase his talents. Yeah. He'll be desperate to get going. He'll be, he was made up to be back in training, made up to be on the matchday squads recently. We've seen it on social media. So yeah. for me, I think there's a huge opportunity to play him here. And whilst I get the Gomez call, and I agree, I think Gomez did do okay when he came on, certainly no worse than anybody else. Yeah. Um, 
I think we've got an opportunity to give this kid a go and I want to see him as well so it's partly selfish on my behalf but at the same time <laughs> with City coming up with the problems already facing and with the drop off between a Gomez at right back which isn't his natural position and a young lad and he is young but in his natural position in his natural area of the field I'm not sure there's a lot in that Yeah I, I think it, it's a again it's this is mad what we're having these kind of conversations but here we are welcome to our welcome to our life this is what it is yeah. you know we played I was just kind of refreshing myself on his stats. He played 22 games in the Scottish Premiership last season, 1,500 minutes in doing that, one goal, five assists. Um, he obviously played in some Europa League Conference early qualifiers as well. So, you know, I we're bringing him in. He, he's been bought for the first team. He's not a kid that we're chucking down into our academy. And I know we had to wait a little bit for like Harvey Elliott to, to come up, but for me he falls into the same category as Fabio Carvalho mm-hmm. the two similar age brackets mm. they've both played professional football yep. already they've both got a season of pro football under the belts if you can't he will eventually get get his luck in but if he can't be in contention for this one then hopefully that's just because they've got a wider plan for him but I don't think we should be totally opposed to the idea of, of chucking him in and you know hopefully if you can get a good strong team around that then that should be alright it gives him a bit of a yeah it's a, it's a fascinating game to come into do you want to go and play at Ibrox against Rangers he'd be like yeah Perfect. or he should be you know yeah. what I mean absolutely um, we're clearly doubling down on the two man midfield things they, um, again I mentioned it before there's an opportunity there against Arsenal to go back to 4-3-3 we've got the personnel on the pitch to do it albeit it might compre- it'd be a, it would have been a weird three up top with like Nunes Jota and Firmino but yeah. there was an option there when you bring Firmino into the game We've quite clearly decided no. There's more value in keeping us in a s- roughly similar shape, yeah, um, than to just throw it out <laughs> after after a game and a half of football. That does say to me that that we're in a rotation. There's probably three maximum of four men in rotation mm-hmm. for those two positions. It feels like it would be Fabinho's turn to come back in for this game. You'd think so. And whilst whilst it clearly. Didn't work for all of the game away at Arsenal, and, and there's still a bit of hearts and minds to win over in the players as well. This is a great opportunity to go to Rangers, put that same formation out, and have another 90 minutes of trying to get it work against a team that on paper we should beat. Yeah. So I agree with you. Um, not, not surprised to see it not change, and I do think it will be um, Firmino, uh, sorry, Fabino for, for in this time for Henderson, I think. Um, or would it be Thiago? That's the million-dollar question, isn't it? We still need to win the game, so so we'll probably start with the players that give us the greatest creative influence, and, and of the two, Thiago gives you that. Mm-hmm. We'll be governed by this, this, the medical team on, on how many minutes he's got in his legs, um, but I, I would see Fabinho coming back in because he's obviously been the one that's missed out, and really, truthfully, a, a double pivot with him and anybody else should be okay yeah I mean that's that's the, the thing that that was the one kind of baffling thing about the Arsenal game and, and the decisions that we made is that we didn't give Hendo time off mm. uh, you know which normally you've seen they have been rotating Fabinho and, and, and Jordan a, a bit Dan yeah this is where we're at unfortunately no, it, it this probably the conversation probably just go and I'm trying I'm going to try my best to not kill yous mm. but we're up the shit you're the senior pros you've been there you've done it you're going to have to push yourselves through the, the pain barrier the other thing is is there's a chance it ranges away and if, if Klopp, Klopp has got a thing as much as we've said no you need to put your strongest team out the alternative is to is to rotate and say to the lads no you're good enough 
mm. and go and go and do it. In which case, you could maybe bring Milner. I don't think any of us here are clamouring for uh, for Milner to drop into a midfield two alongside Thiago or Fabinho or Henderson in this, but it's possible. The other one is. Um, Canate, I'd mm. be surprised if he doesn't start this one. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I think him getting minutes at the back end of the Arsenal mm. game is, is the greatest indicator we could ever have from Klopp that he's he's likely to start the next game. I think and and good because listen, he was off the pace in many respects, and it's difficult to come into a game in any position. I think a centre half might actually be the hardest place to come into a game of football. In yeah. to be honest, when it's fast pace and you kind of get an attack quite a lot like we were. Um, but yeah, I think Canate starts this and. He's been a, a huge loss for us. There's no, there's no shine away from me. He's, he's a phenomenal young footballer. He's the best player in the Champions League final, exactly. You know, and, and, he, yeah. and he built to that point. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the height. He's got the reading of the game. He is a little impulsive, but I thought that was that was being tempered was going, in his game. It? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's 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 the pace that makes a huge difference. And for me, he. We won in fifth for City. I think we'll feel our best chance of stopping Erling Haaland is a Van Dijk, um, Canate yeah. pairing. And so this game is all about: is you've had, you've given him a little taste at the weekend. Can you give him ninety, or can you give him seventy-five mm. or eighty, or whatever, to make sure that he's prime for the weekend? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think a seventy or something would be ideal. When again, it all depends how the game pans out. But I think if you can get seventy minutes into him, rotating with a Gomez if he hasn't started, and it is Ramsey or Matip on the other side of that. Um, yeah, and then I think you're right. I think him and Van Dijk, in terms of sort of physical attributes, is the two you'd want lined up against <laughs> City at the weekend. But there's, like I say, Canate being back is a huge boost, and it was. One of the few positives to take from that Arsenal game, I suppose. The slight alternative to this is that maybe you drop Van Dijk out for this one mm. and you put Ebu on the left side, you keep Matip in place, knowing full well that it's going to be Matip's going to get his game off at the weekend and it will be Van Dijk. And then you've got a, you've got a Van Dijk who's maybe just a little bit fitter, a little bit sharper. Yeah, there's an argument to say that. I still fear when Van Dijk's in the team that there's a confidence in the side. I know we're not playing very well, but. Moreover, generally, since he's come to the club, he, he adds a lot of uh, yeah. his aura, it changes the, the, the approach of the team. What you don't want is to go into a 10-minute spell where Rangers are all over us and, you, and you're back to fold under the pressure and you won't mm -hmm. get that with Van Dijk. OK, he can play better, we know that. Mm -hmm. But he can still read the game, he can still talk through the game, he can still instruct people through the game, he can, still can see and has the presence to change it. Whereas we've seen before when we've changed it and we put other people in, that sometimes it... The, the, the does drop off and we do struggle with the communication side of it and, and missing that aura so well, whilst I can see the merits of playing not playing Van Dijk to give him a, a break and make him fresh for City um, I, I think that's a guy that needs to play to play through the bad form and come out the other side rather than sit on the bench and watch yeah it's 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 just huge the, the, again the psychology of all this is massive because psychology I think is where we're losing, losing yeah. a lot of this at the moment you know but players are getting in their own heads they may be believing mm. the the their own hype they believe in their own negativity as well sometimes and you know this would be a great opportunity for Klopp to be like nah these are shit you know but also the problem is where we're at I wouldn't trust us to, to use that as a boost I trust I, 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 it's like other, other teams would actually gain something from us yeah. think about the amount of crap teams we played in the derby and won because you're playing into their psychological weakness you're playing into our psychological yeah. strength I do think there's something to someone's. I mean, look, we took Salah off against Arsenal because he's played so much money. In fact, I got the, the the minutes played so far this season. Most minutes played by any Liverpool footballer, Virgil Van Dijk. What he's played twelve games, started twelve games, played twelve nineties. Mm -hmm. He's played every minute of every game for yeah. us so far this season. Um, Mohamed Salah, 
his second. Uh, he, you know, he's played sixty-ish, fifty-two minutes or whatever less, and that that is you know a couple of substitutions there where mm. you know we've we've tried to get a little bit back and we're trying to be careful with him. We've not. We're not being careful with Van Dijk, and I do worry of is it, what is it again? Is it the League Cup? Are we waiting until the League Cup before Van Dijk gets a game off? Any other season, he probably doesn't start this game. Just just thinking on that, if you took and played Ramsey, and you played Canate, and you played Matip, and you played Simicas, all of your big personalities in the back four, big personalities. Matip is a big personality, but in himself, as opposed to being a footballer, not there. So you need one the doubtful guy that's going to stand you up and say, "Oi." Yeah, I suppose. But then, like Matip does, Matip has got that. You got the goalie still behind. Yeah, mm. you can't play. You can't. Vegas van Dijk's not going to be there forever. No, you know? you've got no Robbo. Robbo's Robbo. yeah, yeah. pivotal to when when there's a bollocking that's needed to be done. Mm. Robbo's not frightened to do it. He's Scotland captain, isn't he? And he's done it to Van Dijk, by the way. You yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so maybe, maybe. Well, it's, no, it's undoubtedly. So I don't think Becker's a great. Alisson's not a great communicator for me. I don't think. I don't think Virgil's a, a great one either. To be honest, like I, he. He, he strikes me as a, him getting the he's like vice vice captain, isn't he? Mm. He feels like a Steven Gerrard type captain to me. Where yeah. you, you you're that example. by yeah because yeah. you because you're a boss footballer you're so good yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you know Liverpool do need lads who are just who are <coughs> ranters and ravers and screamers yeah, yeah. and shouters yeah. and, and the ones who demonstrate with the energy and and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I am I'm not I'm okay I'm not opposed to this in a normal circumstance but this is the problem and then this is the difference I have I have I, I haven't even got the bottle and I'm just saying that out loud no. <laughs> to, to go with a random yeah. team for that. Yeah. That's, that that's the thing isn't it we, you mentioned sort of the derby teams we put out and won the game sometimes quite comfortably that's when we had this all conquering side where confidence was just flowing through it and everything they were doing was touching to gold really and the, the training ground vibe would have been amazing because everything was just brilliant and this is the opposite of that now like, whoever was in that squad previously your Shaqiris your Rigus, used to sort of drop in out for them games they'd have been buzzing they'd have gone on the pitch flying as well but now it'd be like if we named a sort of a mad mismatch of a team tomorrow it'd be like god we can't even win when our best 11's out there you know in the back of your yeah. mind let alone when yeah. the lads who can't get a game are having a go you but know it might I mean? be something here where there's an opportunity there and it's not a free hit because Liverpool need those points mm. But you've got to, again, it's about getting the squad up to speed. It's about people emerging, being yeah, given yeah. a chance to play back into four or the ones who've been on the fringes to get themselves in the team. Like Canate needs game time mm -hmm. and Ramsey's yeah. going to need game yeah. time at somewhere along, along the way here. And Nunes is going to need game time, etc. We'll, we'll come to the front line. But wait, can you can you take a little gamble on five subs? means you can you can maybe rectify this. And let's be honest, it's not like we're our best defenders. We've got Van Dijk on the pitch and we still can see the first fucking yeah, goal yeah. every week. Yeah. You know, we've had Alisson in goal. We've had, you know, we brought Matip back into it and it's not solved our defensive no. issues, brought Matip back into the side. <coughs> um, there's something else that may, may, is, is maybe, there's maybe a, just a slight, it's a bit of a roll of the dice mm. to what if someone emerges from this? What if, you know, Canate or Ramsey just step up and all of a sudden you're like, well, hello, you've taken, you, we've given you a chance and you've taken it. Um, we're going to have to because these lads are going to have to play. We're going to have to rotate regardless. Mm. And it's, it being Rangers just feels like there's this last little opportunity here where they're probably the weakest side that we're going to come up against in the coming weeks. I know it's counterbalanced by Ibrox. Yeah. And it's a big one-off opportunity for them. I'm trying to talk myself into it. Just, really just to say on that, if we, on the flip side of that again is we devil's advocate. If we go there and win with a strong 11, you make a change. 
we're not through but we're very close to it and that gives you opportunities yes. further down the line yeah. again it's not just a derby game then is all I'm saying because yeah, you are right yeah, at the no minute idea. at the minute we're all kind of looking at derby going Salah, Van Dijk and get a vest there and Thiago's this world especially if if, if, but if we Napoli, qualify if Napoli turn Ajax over exactly then, well, yeah, right. then it yeah. just becomes a two well no you're dead right because I mean that, that to the yeah you're dead, you're dead right on that and that's Again, where it's just so it's difficult, awkward, <laughs> yeah, it's so, so awkward. Because yeah. we do have to, we do have to be careful footballers. We do have to change things. We do have to, you know, we have to, we have to get the best out of what we've got. We need, to, yeah, it's you're right. But look, again, look at the look at the groups. I've got the group here. You, Napoli obviously top on nine points. Liverpool second on six. Ajax on three. Rangers on north. And you're right. If Napoli, if Napoli take that win, mm. and we get a win by hook or by crook against Rangers, puts us on nine, keeps Ajax on three. It's one four with six it? to play. Yeah, yeah, six to play for. Your goal difference by that point's probably in a, in a decent, in a decent condition as well, doesn't it? Because we beat them. So mm. yeah, you've beaten them twice. Uh, you, 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 so you beat Rangers and you've, you've beaten Ajax once already. You go to that. So knowing a draw is yeah. enough to get you through um, and then you've got the Napoli game on that as well because yes. I'm not sure I said it recently in here I'm not sure finishing top in the Champions League is as important as it used to be I don't know whether that's just me and something I've made up in my own head because I feel like every time you get to the knockout draw the second seeded ones are just as strong anyway now well, yeah. out of interest just for what it might look with miles off this being a thing you know we're, yeah. only, we're only halfway through the Champions League group, but current top of the group Top of the group in Group B is Club Bruges. Um, they were three from three at the moment, which you were absolutely flying. Um, top in Group C is Bayern. Top in Group D is Sport and Lisbon. Group E is uh, Salzburg ahead of Chelsea. Group F is Real Madrid. Group G City. Group H is PSG. So you, you, right, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mix. But the top started so well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Names came up. Yeah. But of that, you, you what you're talking? Bruges, we Sport, couldn't, we couldn't play and Salzburg. Anyway, could we? No. no. Bruges, Sport, and Salzburg. There's more teams there. There's at least as many teams there that you'd want as not once. You wouldn't want PSG, yeah. Real, Madrid, Real Madrid, or Bayern. Yeah. <clears throat> but then again, in terms of the second second place teams, Porto, Inter Milan, Spurs, Chelsea, neither of whom you could have Shakhtar. Dortmund, Benfica. Look, yeah. Let's be honest. There is a, there is a right you, now. Yeah, right now. You'd be there's also, there's also an argument to say if, if Napoli get what they want, they might do what we did, which is say, well, the group's boxed off. We're top of Serie A and we want to stay there. So what we'll do is we'll we'll put in a few squad players, and make the, the final f- fixture the thing a little bit easier. The thing for is, us. if we win our next two games, We're Napoli anyway. come to Anfield and it's a shootout for for who tops the who tops the group. Yeah. So that's a that's a consideration for for, for all of this. But again. The, it's miles down. The line. Yeah, it feels like a mi- it's like three minutes away, but it feels a mile down the line. There's a lot of football to be played between now and then. Um, last sort of talking point, I want people at home to have a little chat about this. About <coughs> who starts up front? Obviously, no. If there's no Diaz, is it just the case of you kind of do what we did? You shuffle Jota over to the left. You put Firmino up top, or is there a shout for Fabio Carvalho? We're going to get the lads to pick their 11s um, after the next breaks. But uh, yeah, if you've got a suggestion, what would you do? Uh, if who's replacing Diaz? Is it Firmino? Is it Carvalho? Is it Elliot? Let us know in the in the comments or in the Club Legend Discord chat, and we'll go through some of them answers in a second. Uh, but yeah, we're picking our 11s. We'll look at the Champions League fixtures and uh, take some comments when we return. But yeah, after this short break. 
Hey, you! Do you like amazing signed Liverpool gear to put on your wall and make yourself look really cool? Uh, then we've got you covered. If you join Redmen Plus as a club legend subscriber, we've got an amazing competition prize this month. It is a signed Liverpool home 2013-14 shirt, vintage, signed by Liverpool fullback Glenn Johnson. Yes, every month we have incredible signed prizes and other amazing things to give away to our club legends subscribers they also get access to our discord they get uh, first access to redmen live show tickets to get free merchandise and a whole host of extra bonus perks as well as the incredible content we deliver on a daily weekly monthly yearly basis so head over to redmenplus.com either join as a club legend or if you're a club captain upgrade your subscription to be automatically entered into the draw for that incredible signed Liverpool shirt Hey, welcome back. Um, yeah, fantastic competition running for the people who are Club Legend subscribers on Redmen Plus. Uh, win that vintage signed Liverpool shirt. We've got boss stuff to be give away each and every month. We're trying to add that little extra spice, extra flavour to the Club Legends as well as being in this good chat, getting first refusal on live show tickets and free merchandise as well. It's closer to the idea of Patreon. So if you like what we do and you want to support what we do, uh, you get all the extra content, but you get some extra perks on top if you come in as a Club Legend. Um, right, Sand, I'm going to get you you guys to pick your 11s now starting with Dan Club yeah um, Alisson no, obviously uh, Calvin Ramsey right back okay. I'm okay with that uh, Canate Van Dijk Simicast who Simicast will also need a rest at some point yes. probably um, and then yeah Fabinho and Thiago I think we're asking a lot of Thiago but I think we need to I think the point you made earlier in terms of the creator we can't lose that entirely in the midfield mm-hmm. um, and then Salah from the right Firmino in behind Jota on the left and then Darwin Nunes spearheading spearheading the attack yeah. I like that yeah, what he said exactly, exactly what I thought uh, all I'd say just to finish that off is if we get to a point where, we, where, we, where we've won the game 2-0 something like that you, you bring Jota off and you put Carvalho on mm. straight away on the left hand side if this was any almost any other season under yeah, Jürgen Klopp it wouldn't be this I think the 11 would be Alisson Simicas. Canate, Matip, Ramsey or Gomez at right back. Milner and Fabinho in midfield. Mm-hmm. And then let's say I reckon Carvalho, Nunes, Bobby, Salah. Salah probably. Yeah. Um but but Jota just as easy for, for Bobby if I'm if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I'm not again I sit here now. <clears throat> two days away from kickoff, I'm going to the game. I will, my heart will be in my mouth for the moment that game kicks off and all the build up for it. Um, I don't want to go to Glasgow and not see us win. Um, I would say in any normal circumstance, the team that I've just named, as much as there, there is a, there are several eye rolls in there, and I can, I can literally hear and feel the eyes rolling through the cameras right now on the other side as people sit in front of the laptops or whatever at the mention of a couple of names in there, but. Um, I don't know it's whether we have the courage of our convictions and say this is what it is what's the bigger game are we prepared to jettison Manchester City to to get three to to help guarantee three points in the Champions League we probably should Mm -hmm. but a lot of what we've seen so far this season is Liverpool trying to stick to their methodology we've changed a few bits but they're trying 
to keep with the overall yeah ideological approach to yeah. what to what they do and that is there are teams that are weaker teams that's where you get more rotation and that's how we plan and it's not just Jürgen it's not just a tactical thing it's a sports science thing as well they look down and go this is where Salah's getting his minutes off this is where Van Dijk gets his minutes off and we might all absolutely freak out and lose our shit and I'm saying it's not necessarily what I want but maybe there's a little bit of psychological preparation here ahead yeah, of time yeah. that if you think it's wild that James Milner could be starting this game then it's it's simply not and it's not because I think that he should be by, he's better than blah 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 it's not I think we should, I shouldn't have to say these words out loud but hmm. that's been our thinking in games where we come up against opposition that we believe ourselves superior to and there's that thing of Ajax and Napoli if we're banking on Napoli taking out Ajax then this isn't quite so much of a desperation must win we might be prepared to go the full hit in the in the Champions League we mm. might have no choice because at the minute we are trying something and do we feel like yeah or do you go the alternative and what's this what where's the psychological harm if you're not fully sharp I mean I will get the fixtures up actually for the other Champions League fixtures because I think it makes it interesting just while you're looking for that and I've just been thinking listening to you there if we decided to forsake the City game because they're going to run away with it from everybody then all the other teams around City start becoming a stretch because we're already 10 points behind Spurs. At yeah. what point do you say every game then becomes a, dare I say it, almost a cup final well, in terms get, of getting every, to fourth place? Yeah, well, every game's almost like that already. And mm. But the thing is, it's like top four's not as hard to get into as it's made out. It feels like, uh, like we're getting nowhere near it because we're 10th yeah. and it's been a bit crap. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to put, you don't have to win 20 games. You, don't have, to be, of, you yeah. don't have to go unbeaten for 20 games to finish in the top four. We've been playing at this level where you have to, or what we put down was, what, eight wins and two draws in the final 10 games of the season where we'd lost six back-to-back -back home games in the middle of the campaign mm -hmm. and still managed to finish third in the Premier League. Different season, different circumstances, I know. But my point in that is that the, the level that we've been at is so far and above the level that's required yeah. to finish third or fourth yeah. in the league that we might not need it but the pressure is going to be on in a huge way because it's just going to put Liverpool if even further under the microscope but then Rangers does that too if we don't get across this it's a it's a what I'm trying to get across here is it's an absolute head fuck. And one thing that does play into this, looking at the other Champions League fixtures, Man City play Tuesday and they play quarter to six, albeit away in Copenhagen. So there's a little bit of travel involved there, but it's not, not much. It's not no. far. And it's it gives them an extra day plus a, plus a couple of hours extra pre pre preparation time for the game at the, at the weekend. When Liverpool have got a bit of an advantage, it normally means that they can go well, we'll we won't rotate heavily, and you saw it in the week we played the same team, basically mm -hmm. yeah, between yeah. the midweek yeah. and, and the end of the week, and we do that often <clears throat> when we're playing teams who are in a similar boat to us. If City have got more prep time, we might feel that we need more for the for the weekend. Yeah. Good God, this is not making me feel better about anything. <laughs> See, Liverpool just need to win some fucking football matches. Just win Liverpool. Stop being idiots and win. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, they're, they're the elevens. If you've got any suggestions, uh, what you think uh, you were doing there? Uh, I asked the question about Bobby Firmino. So Matty Cater here in the Club Legend Discord says uh, I'd move Jota left personally. He's probably our best option there. Uh, and Mark M said move Jota left and get him the full ninety. Feels like ages since he's played a full match, and he, he should be there. He should be ready for that. And I agree. He, he was bought in as the rotational player for Mane yeah. and a bit for centre forward, mm. and he's ended up kind of being a number nine because he scored so many goals, but. I do like him on the left. It's hard because Diaz has got so much pace mm. that it, you would 
there's two, just such a tendency to play Diaz every game when you've got him, wouldn't you? But it's for me, it's him or Carvalho on that left hand side, and that's a big ask to ask a lad who's you know we chucked him in at the deep end a bit at Brighton. I think he was a bit unfortunate to get hooked. I thought he had to probably the last 10-15 minutes of that first half against Brighton. I thought he actually started to really come into the game, mm. so it's a possibility. Um, if you had to, you know, we've, we've talked about it. We've gone. Did we both go Jota? Sorry, on the, yeah, on the, the left hand yeah. side. Could you see a case for Carvalho? One hundred percent. I've been really impressed with Carvalho. <laughs> I think he had a really good start to his Liverpool career, um, and I, I wouldn't be shocked or disappointed to see him in the starting lineup. I just think I'm still firm in the camp of get your business done. You take care of your own matters, and and that starts on Wednesday. And that's not to say Carvalho couldn't start and couldn't do a job, and we don't win the game anyway, but. For me, I'm very much in the camp of get our strongest 11 out there. And Jota is part of that. I'm not a huge fan of him from the left. I think he's just far better centrally. Just the positions he takes up and just that knack he has for being in the right place at the right time makes him the ideal nine in many senses. Um, but yeah, I would be Jota over Carvalho. The only other random thing here, and again, it feels like you, you don't want to be constantly shifting stuff. I would be I would be interested to just put Salah in one of them forward positions. Put him with Nunes or whatever. Maybe stick Jota on the right, stick Carvalho on the left, something like that. And you know, just mm. Salah just needs another one who just needs need to find a way to get him involved in the football matches. Mm. And this might be a decent opportunity against you know a slightly low, slightly lower quality opposition. Yeah, or whatever, we could but. do that. I think they'll we'll know the result from the Napoli game, won't we? Anyway, going into the fixture, so it could be absolutely a case of get it done on the night and then think about making the changes if if, if that result on the Tuesday night because they do play on the Tuesday night don't they really last time yeah, yeah. Um, then, then we we know a win takes us to nine points and then two games left to go they're six points behind us they shipped a load of goals in the last game against Napoli so things are leaning out massively in our favour then at half time if we're two up then then, then we make the changes and we, we bring Salah Central he needs 90 minutes he needs 90 minutes you're right in and around the ball in and around the game bit of feel good factor getting back enjoying this football that's the main thing um, there's plenty of options that are open to us it all for me all depends on whether Napoli do the business the night before yeah I'd be I'd be I don't think we will move Salah to be honest I just think we need to we just need to keep <coughs> fine tuning what he's meant to be doing until mm. we finally get him back closer to what he, he what he does best for us just going back to Carvalho I think I, I I'd be tempted to give him a run in this because I don't think he's going to start against Manchester City. And there's a chat again, a bit like the Calvin Ramsey thing. There's a chance here where he just gets he bags a goal and then he, and he has a good game. And then you can go, well, he's not starting against City, but there's mm. maybe a world where with half an hour to go, you're chucking him in into that into that situation. Mm, yeah. I know we saw Elliot come on at left mid, which yeah. is a bit a bit peculiar. Um, is there is a world just to say where he starts instead of Thiago? He's been played most of his football in centre mid anyway. We're expecting to dominate the game. He's got the Fabinho alongside him mm. to take up much of that defensive responsibility. I mean, fuck me. If we're if we're worried about being a little shaky defensively, I mean I don't know. Yeah, no, I, mean, I agree, but we're also worried about Thiago's minutes. Okay, okay, we're worried well, about just to counterpoint because just to talk it out. If you're not got Trent at right back, then mm. you've lost one creative outlet. So you're putting a you're putting a right back in then. So you're either putting yeah. Joe Gomez in or Calvin Ramsey or you're putting a Milner who's obviously not got the engine and not got the creativity, albeit he's, he's an absolutely fine... He, he, we'd be fine with Milner right back in this mm-hmm. game. We, we just would. But maybe there is something to that about, you know, if you feel like Fabinho's all right and you've got somebody who can put the work in deep, someone like 
don't know. Like Elliot, maybe in the club. I don't know. The thing is with him, we've seen so much of him early season in the midfield three. If we've gone away from the midfield three now, which looks like we might have done, his game time is going to go from high yes. to very low. And that's my, why I, I again, changing formations, great. We can get sweet on it, and we might might just be fine against Rangers, and then we might be fine against most teams, but. We've it's clearly not planned. This is our this is us breaking yeah, glass true. and finding yeah. an emergency solution because we have totally and utterly cut the legs of half the playing time of, of, of Elliot and Carvalho and probably Curtis Jones when he gets back as well. Mm-hmm. Because not now we don't play an eight, we yeah. don't play a box to box or creative midfield role. So you've either got to be good enough to play in the front four mm. or you've got to be good enough to, uh, strong enough to play in a, in a double pivot so it's it's, it's fucking I suppose madness. if you tweak the shape and go more 4-4-2 four, four, because there's three variations 4-2-3-1 four, 4-4-2 four, four, or 4-2-4 four, four. if you end up going 4-4-2 four, four, then then yeah you could set you could play the second half with Carvalho quite easily yeah yeah oh, fuck me God. but what do we know <laughs> yeah no honestly it just it, it, honestly I've said this with another couple of they put, just win some games and then we don't have to have answers to questions we don't really know we don't always but we certainly don't have the answers for um these are all many things are papered over us we'll just win football matches we felt so good this time like you know just after the Rangers game between Rangers and Arsenal everything felt like it was back on track again it can certainly get back on track again with this because it will be a hostile atmosphere Mm. Rangers will be given absolutely everything Liverpool are still still capable you know again as much as they were dog shit in the second half against Arsenal there was enough in that first half where they more than held their own and actually actually were the dominant team in in the football match Mm If that hadn't been Arsenal, is there a case that we were able to build on range? It feels like we've taken a step back. I'm not sure how much of a step back we've taken, and we can't know until we take to the field, but let's try our best. Woosa <laughs> to remain as on top of this as, as possible because there's no point in not like fucking miserable enough without yeah. crumbling in and worrying about all the worst possible things and all the things that have gone wrong and every other tiny little thing under the microscope. Um, Liverpool have got good players, they've got a, a, a world class players and a world class manager. Um, they're gonna ultimately win more games than not as the season progresses, but it'd be nice if they could just do it so I don't have to keep standing here. Like, I feel like I'm fucking like me. Boy with the finger in the dam of misery again. It's been a long time since I've had to be that. That was very 2010, Paul. 2011, Paul. 2012, Paul. I don't like being that, Paul. Mm-hmm. I want to be the Paul who just talks about how boss we are. Liverpool, could you do that for me? That would be fucking. John Henry, be, be, be clear, Bessie, mate. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you could stop giving me the money uh, and, and, you know, and, and spend it on footballers for Liverpool, that would be great as well. Um, right, sounds joking. <laughs> joking. I know people don't have to. <laughs> Can't wait for Twitter later. Oh, no. fucking hell. <laughs> Um, okay, let's have a score prediction, Dan. Liverpool finally stop committing the cardinal sin of conceding first in yes. the first five seconds and win a game of football. Uh, 3-1. Yeah, Liverpool. Take that. If Rangers come out 3-1, if they're pragmatic and sit in and try and be patient, I, again, it depends what happens the night before. Um, I think Liverpool win by two goals. So 2-0 if, if they make, try to make life difficult for us or 3-1 if it's an open game of football. Yeah, I, I would take 2-0 for this and I think if it's only just a similar type of game to last week but we score from open play rather than set plays this time around mm. and it, we, we had a bit of that when we played I want to say Salzburg was it Salzburg or Leipzig, Leipzig in the Covid season and we played them to, over to, we played them in Hungary didn't we for both those games in the first game we, it was, it was, we were good but it was close in the second time we were just 
more and yeah. better. And that was yeah, the yeah. sort of start of us yeah, turning yeah. the corner again. Um, that you know, I don't need this to be a a, a, a one for the ages. <clears throat> but what we could do with, as I was thinking, in terms of the season, we need some moments. We could do with someone scoring a really good goal that you can go, God, it was great to be there when mm. when we <laughs> did that. Some other things to just uh, some nice distractions, you know what I mean? Other things to say we're we're, we're okay and we'll we'll be okay. A new song, you know, someone just create someone puts them foot at the forefront for a new for a new song that takes over the terraces because that's what European games are about, yeah. and that can help to really kickstart what we do. Anyway, uh, leave me your eleven predictions in the comments section here on YouTube, uh, and your score uh, predictions as well. If you want to get involved with the start eleven prediction, Chris is live Monday evening with that one, so tune in for that. Um, Plenty more content to come from us in video and in podcast form. And again, as mentioned earlier at the top of the show, so tantalizing close to half a million subscribers. So if you like what we do, please do click that subscribe button. If you want to be notified when we go live with shows just like this, then click the notification bell and you'll get that uh, push notification through on your phone so you can come and join us so you don't need to miss another live show again. Uh, although you might feel like you want to <laughs> at the moment. I know it's hard. Loads, tons of people like the, the need the clamor for extra Liverpool content. I know it's hard. We just want to bury our heads in the sand. Keep the social media blackout going for at least another 24 hours. Then we're going to go to Glasgow. Liverpool are going to put in a good show and hopefully we'll win and that will boost spirits ahead of Man City. That sounds good, right? Yep. Needed. Yeah, needed. Let's sounds. do that. Let's, needed. let's do that. Makes sense, right? Yeah, please, Liverpool, do that. Uh, thank you so much for watching or listening. You guys are boss. Uh, have a boss week and we'll see you soon. If you want more, an extra Redmen podcast each and every week, but you're unsure what the best platform for it, well, the best platform is, of course, redmenplus.com. But if you are absolutely married to Spotify, if you cannot live without Spotify in your life, you can get the Redmen Plus podcast there now. Simply search for us on there, sign up through there, and you'll be able to access all of the new weekly podcasts from Redmen Plus directly in your Spotify app. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.